Welcome to After the Bell with your host, Laura. If you like what you hear today, please rate and review kindly. This show is a series of conversations with educators and learners to try and deconstruct some of the stereotypes around education. If you'd like to know more about me, please visit my Instagram page at EducatingLaura. Thanks so much for spending some time with me today. I am reading my fourth blog called Finding the Joy, and I wrote this on the 4th of May, 2020. Now, before I get to this one, I'd really like to ask you a favor. So if you are listening to the podcast and you're liking it, I'd really love you to rate and review it kindly. Any kind of comments or feedback would be great. I'd love to hear from you through Instagram. So feel free to let me know how you're finding it. If there's anything you'd like to hear, perhaps that I haven't touched on yet or even some questions that you have that you'd like for me to answer. So if you are liking it, as I said, get involved. That'd be great. The whole point of this is to create a really great community of lifelong learners, whether you are teachers, students, pre-service teachers, or just someone that was once in the classroom and is interested in the education system and education in life and the school of life, I suppose. So yeah, if that's you and you're liking what you're hearing, please get behind it and be more vocal, contribute, don't just consume. That'd be amazing. The other thing I really wanted to do was to pay tribute to the term three that was for Victorian teachers and students because it has been quite a challenging one doing majority of this term online. And so I have a few teachers that have shared with me some of the morale boosting things that they have done as well as activities to improve engagement with students that are learning remotely. So this first one is from a science teacher who discusses a middle school class. Teaching middle school science in this remote learning period has been quite difficult. Often some of my students are not engaging due to various reasons. A lot of the time it's mostly because there's different distractions in the home. So one thing I got the students to do was to build a terrarium. It fitted perfectly with our ecosystems topic and it's basically a confined ecosystem that doesn't have anything coming in or out from the external environment. The plan was to get them away from the computer to you know sort of explore outside and and get hands-on with a little bit and develop some practical hands-on experience and keep them engaged in in the learning that we're trying to get across during class time. I made my own terrarium for an example and you know I just gathered some gravel sand a bit of soil from from outside in the backyard or out the front next to the road and I was able to provide an example of some of one that they could do, you know, just in a glass jar, an old jam jar, and I explained it to the students thoroughly through an online meeting. And then I asked the students to submit a photo of the one that they did. The plan is to go over it again when we come back to school in term four, and use it to sort of explain some of the topics that we cover in ecosystems, but I've found it really useful and it was a little bit therapeutic as well, building something, getting hands on with it and getting a little bit creative as well. The next voice you might recognize from Rise to the Challenge, and this is an activity that she did to boost morale and increase creativity and student engagement. And she has asked me to clarify that the drink example she's using is not an alcoholic beverage, but I will let her tell you the rest of this really positive bonding activity. I'm a year 12 English teacher. In order to boost morale during lockdown and stage four restrictions, which have been tough on the kids, 
every Tuesday, my year 12 class would submit a best of. So Tuesday period five, so it started around 1.30, we would post pictures of whatever the category was for that week. So for instance, one week was the best of drinks and they had to create their own drink. They had to list the ingredients and they had to um, name the drink. They would then take a photo of the drink, style it up and post it onto the page. At the start of that lesson, kids then had to react to the drink that they liked the best and that kid would then get a prize when we do eventually go back to school. The kids really enjoyed it. There was lots of cool creations and we've been doing that for quite some time now and it's been really fun. Uh, Yeah. This next activity was more about boosting wellness and improving headspace and thought processes and ways that we can be grateful. So this is a little activity that was also done during term three. As part of Are You OK Day, last week on Thursday, the 10th of September, our school invited staff to organise and run some sessions for students and staff. One session that I was involved in was a gratitude session for students. Students attended from year seven through to 11, and we had a a lovely afternoon session discussing the importance of gratitude in our life and how we can express gratitude on a regular basis. Uh, One thing we talked about was the power of a gratitude journal. And so I've been sending little prompts to students each morning, trying to get them to focus on what they're grateful for, uh, some goal setting, and just to look around and realise some positive going on in in each of their days. Uh, We also discussed the importance of going outside and realising how important nature is to centre you and talked about a whole range of different techniques we could use in order to show our gratitude on a daily basis. Now this activity I absolutely love and I actually think it's an incredible initiative and I'm so glad to hear that it's going to remain even post lockdowns and post COVID because I do think giving students a voice, allowing them to be an authority and to teach others is a really powerful way for students to gain both self-esteem but also to learn other ways of engaging with different materials. Hi, I work in a Catholic secondary school in Victoria and during the first lockdown period, the Year 12 student leadership team decided to put out a fortnightly article called Connect. This was their attempt to help students remain connected with the community during the lockdown period. They'd put articles up in the publication that played to their strengths. So some of them put up recipes, some of them put up fitness workout plans, some of them put up trivia questions and and different activities that would help keep the the students engaged uh, and feeling connected. It's been so popular with the students throughout the school that there's been an undertaking to make sure that this goes on beyond COVID-2 and beyond 2020. So hopefully this will be uh, an integral part of what the student leadership team do moving forward and a way to embrace student voice throughout the the school community. As a teacher, I have always respected educators and I think that what they do is absolutely incredible. But I do have to take my hats off to Victorian teachers this term because you are absolute superstars doing what you have done in the conditions in which you have been placed. So Amazing. Well done. Thank you so much for those contributions. As I said, if you would like to contribute, please reach out to me on Instagram 
I've got a link in my bio in which you can send me an audio file or a message. So here is the blog, Finding the Joy. I had someone say to me the other day, you know what English was for me? Ruining a perfectly good book. I would love to say that that was an unfair statement, but I actually think many of you would agree. Despite feeling like a traitor to my profession, I have to admit I too have had the same experience. As a child, I loved reading. I have a very vivid memory of my mum coming into my room at 10pm when I was around 7 or 8. I was huddled under the covers with the last few pages of The Magic Faraway Tree by Inner Blyton. My mum sat down next to me, obviously irritated by the fact she would have an overtired child the next day, but also unsure quite how to scold someone who was loving the learning experience. Reading gave me the innate ability to spell, develop complex sentence structure and correctly integrate grammar. My favourite pastime was constructing narratives, both in real time with my dolls and Barbies, or in written form with accompanying illustrations. I immersed myself into my own creative process at home, finding inspiration from computer games, television shows and my own imagination. However, what I was writing at primary school was less than inspired. I remember having to trace letters in our write well books and copy our definitions from the dictionary. Now I know that those things are important skills and certainly expanded my vocabulary. However, as a student, it didn't ignite any sense of passion in me for the art of learning, despite having a natural interest. Moving into high school saw me enrolled in some subjects that were not for me, engaged in tasks that were purely to allow assessment to occur, ultimately stifling a lot of my own natural interest. I do feel that in high school, those years are pivotal for self-discovery, and I think that realistically, passion for educational development is often put by the wayside due to hormone surges and social events. Nonetheless, even in the subjects I enjoyed, only 20 to 30% of what I did piqued any genuine interest. Perhaps that percentage was even lower for you. Even as an educator, I was not always filled with enthusiasm for what I was teaching. I had a year eight English group one year, and our text was about a runaway boy and a fisherman. There was no real character development, and the climax was, well, very anticlimactic. The kids asked me why we were studying it and to try and improve morale, I made a few things up. Don't you find it interesting how they use the nets to catch all those fish? Isn't it interesting to see someone of your own age having a different experience to you? I'm even rolling my eyes now at how lame that attempt was. In all honesty, the book was awful. We were definitely not excited to read each lesson. Even I had to try and inject some expression amongst the monotone voices of my students. So why am I focused on the pitfalls of curriculum? Despite the structures and mandatory elements placed upon both teacher and student and education system, I'm trying to get you to understand that learning is still a beautiful process, an exciting journey, one that does not have to be stressful and onerous. I encourage you to be honest and proactive in standing up for your right to get the most out of your learning. I've had students honestly and respectfully tell me that they were negatively impacted by curriculum. I've always listened and where and if possible, I've tried to modify the task or delivery to allow for genuine interest. In debating, I will always allow students to contribute to the issues they want to argue. In science subjects, I will often give the students an opportunity to revise the class in their own way, choose their own strategies and resources. As part of the Year 7 English curriculum, I taught a fantasy unit. The students were required to write and produce their own fantasy story. One year, I had a very bright girl in my class tell me that she couldn't make any progress. She didn't enjoy the restriction of the genre and wasn't proud of anything that she was writing. I was able to discuss with my colleagues and open the task up to a genre study. We looked at horror, fantasy, science fiction, mystery and others that the students enjoyed. I loved hearing about the novels that they loved, and we then identified how the narratives that inspired them so much had the elements from the genre applicable. Obviously, in the senior levels, there is less autonomy over what is taught out of assessment necessity, but you can still find the joy. You can read about the history of a text if you like history. You can watch the documentary about a new discovery based around the science you are studying. That motivation, that excitement that is ignited within you when you have a genuine interest is important. If that has to come from somewhere outside of the study design to get you back engaged, go for it. School provides you with the fundamentals you are required to get into university, TAFE or a job. Don't let it distort and manhandle you into fitting into a tiny box. 
You are unique and therefore your learning journey needs to be just that, unique and individualized and yours. I want you to understand that being frustrated, lacking enthusiasm and motivation along the education path is okay. In fact, it's normal and it doesn't have to define your experience. Like most of my messages thus far, I'm challenging you to find what it is that lights you up. How do you like to consume information and in what form? What is it that makes you fall down that rabbit hole of research where you can't get enough, where you know you should go to bed, but you just have to read those last few pages? If you liked this or you like any of the episodes you've listened to, please share on social media so that other people can get to listen to them. And I hope you're having a great day. Bye.